At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Check it out now. Down now. Uh. Tuesday, April 16th, 2019, the Beating the Book podcast is Gil Alexander, Postmasters. Have a little football podcast for you. Warren Sharp on the show today to talk NFL strength of schedule. We don't yet know who plays who when, but now that we have NFL season win totals out, we can give you an educated analysis the Warren Sharp way, not the mainstream media sort of lazy who had what win percentage from last year analysis. But a deep dive with Warren Sharp, who's got it easy, who's got it rough. It's the National Football League Strength of Schedule Analysis right here on today's Beating the Book podcast. Enjoy. Live from the v studios in the South Point Hotel and Casino, it's Gil Alexander. Hour number two of a numbers game right here at v where sports betting analytics live, actionable sports betting information. It's Gil Alexander, Sirius XM Channel 204, v com, the v app. First, though, it is our pleasure to have uh, back on the show for the first time since football season. Uh, when last we spoke with him, he was being whisked off to uh, the Super Bowl between the Rams and the Patriots, wined and dined, having a good time. And we're uh, thrilled to have him here to talk about sort of the first level. We'll get to the second level again when the actual chronology of who's playing who and what weeks uh, gets revealed. We'll have him on again. But the first level of his analysis of strength of schedule, now that we have the first season win totals from CG Technology, it's our friend Warren Sharp. Good morning to you, Warren. Hey, good morning, Gil. How are you? I'm doing very well. How was the Super Bowl, man? Was that a great experience for you? Yeah, it's, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, the Super Bowl was great. Uh, met with a few teams down there. Um, had a lot of fun. Came back before the game actually kicked off. I didn't actually attend the Super Bowl. Uh, then I went up not long after to Indianapolis for the Combine. Met with some more teams up there. Then I had the MIT conference up at Sloan Sports Analytics uh, Conference up there in Massachusetts. So I was up there for 
uh, a day and I met with another team up there. And uh, since then, I've been back at my home base here, cranking away, getting ready for the upcoming season. Wow. That is a whirlwind. By the way, how was the uh, Sloan Sports Analytics Conference panel experience for you? That was your first one ever, right? It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, unfortunately, I was up there because they do this panel right during the middle of the combine. So oh, there were right. teams that wanted to meet with me out in Indy, and then and they weren't coming up to Sloan. They typically would, but because it was right during the first couple of days of the combine, like right in the heart of it, they couldn't get away from there. And then there was other teams who were going up to Sloan. So uh, I was able to – I had to, like, split my time between the two – uh, and took a three-day trip and spent, I guess, most of it in Indy. And then I was only up in Boston for 24 hours. So if I would do it again, hopefully they spread it out a little bit. I'm, I'm skeptical of that. I love to spend a little bit more time up in Boston because it was a lot of fun. But uh, I loved the city. I loved being able to meet with some people. Uh, back in the green room, a lot of the other speakers got to meet with Mike Leach, the coach of the Washington State uh, football team and he's a ton of fun and we talked a little bit about game planning and strategy uh, and you know just just a very good experience my only regret is that it was a little bit short man what a what a that's awesome we're just living through you right there for a second just uh daydreaming that we were you for a second before we get to your uh, strength of schedule analysis then i'd be remiss if i didn't ask you since you brought it up so many times there warren uh do you have any wonderful announcements you'd like to make about any of your meetings with teams or you want to hold off on that uh, no, I actually haven't inked anything. Uh, still uh, receiving uh, kind of offers, discussing things with teams, and uh, haven't made any types of decisions yet. So I'm, uh, I'm taking the process slow, uh, but it's, it's, it's good to feel wanted. So yeah. you know, everybody wants to feel wanted. Well, I'd like to have whatever you do, whatever contract you, uh, you write, if you could have just the carve-out, like I still get to do an hour with Gil and Crack on, uh, on Thursdays <laughs> on a numbers game, if you, could write, if you could write that in there. So, so the uh, CG Technology, first, so the first season win totals came out. CG Technology, uh, first to post them again this year, as they were last year, but this year a little earlier, and we're seeing that throughout the sports betting landscape. We had baseball season win totals uh, earlier than ever in January from Caesars, and now we have CG doing it at the end of March. So let's start with one of your tweets. This is actually your uh, relabeled graphic, if you would, uh, Warren, on this one. Uh, again, all of this at sharpfootballstats.com or sharpfootballanalysis.com. This is stats, right? Stats, yep. Yeah, okay. This is sharpfootballstats.com. Again, Warren has great visuals where you can sort of in a snapshot glean a lot of information so walk us through briefly we'll start with this one and then i'll sort of ask you to steer us how you want to go yeah so obviously as you mentioned you know they came out with these uh substantially earlier um than last year i believe last year's win totals if i'm not mistaken came out right as the draft was starting maybe it was at the first round of the draft and this year obviously they did them at the last day of march so um you know, uh, I, I love seeing them. The earlier, the better. We can analyze them for a little bit longer. The only downside of that, of course, is you probably uh, understand. I don't know what the limits are on these. I mean, it could just be $500, which is worthless to toward a, sort of tip your hand as to and bet these things now if, if um, you know, if, if you can only get down $500 on them. So, uh, but I believe the graphic that you're probably looking at there um, showcases all the teams from the team that's projected to win the most games to the team that's projected to win the least games, which is the Arizona Cardinals. And then it compares that with what they did 
last season with the record last season to show what the forecasted improvement uh, is or regression may be in, in the cases of some teams like, for example, the Chicago Bears and the L.A. Rams, who are forecast to lose two and a half more games this year than they did last year. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be a bad team this year. What it essentially means is that those teams obviously had 12 and 13 wins respectively last season. And as you know, but for the listeners, they don't line win totals that high in you know the start of the season. Everybody's win totals generally is sprinkled right around between 11-ish and, uh, and down to like 5-ish. Sometimes there's a little bit above or below that, but it doesn't really go further, much further than that for the vast majority of the teams are kind of bunched together. Um, and so they, they tend to do that because it's very difficult to project, you know, a certain team's only going to win three games or two games, even though every single year there are teams that obviously only win three or two games. So, um, yeah, the, the, the team that's obviously forecast to win the most games, if you can see on the graphic, I don't know, but uh, is the San Francisco 49ers in terms of their improvement over last season. They only won four games last year. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo got injured, and now they're projected to win eight games in 2019. Um, I factor juice into this, so I have a little formula that takes into consideration whether it's you know minus 110 either side that's going to be you know just a flat number, but if it's minus 120, minus 130, obviously they're shading it a little bit higher, and so that should be factored into what you're saying that their win total actually is. Another team that's projected to win more games uh, compared to last year would be the Green Bay Packers, projected to win 3.2 more games than they did last year. They won six games last year. Right now they're projected to win 9.2. Obviously can't win 9.2, but just factoring in the juice, that's what it shows. And part of the reason why there is that although they did have Aaron Rodgers the full 16 games, they got rid of Mike McCarthy, and they only won three out of nine games that ended in one score. You know, one score game, meaning that they either won or lost the game by uh, within eight points. So one sim- single score plus the conversion would get you to at least a tie. Um, they, they only won three of their nine games. So you would expect typically that they should regress to the mean in a positive manner in this case and win a little bit more games. So that's why they are showing the second highest improvement compared to what the team did last year. And there is the tweet from Warren at Sharp Football for those watching at VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Fubo TV, or Sling TV. Uh, and then, listen, before we get to the point where we know who's playing who, what weeks of the season, we can make some general comments about strength of schedule, and you have as well uh, in your tweet about uh, the three teams with the three easiest schedule based on current win totals and the three teams that have the three hardest. Who are those? Yeah, so, you know, you, the way that I like to break down um, – win totals, obviously, is I look at, uh, I use that to forecast strength of schedule. And as you know, Gil, and this is a great point that you're kind of at the forefront of beating the drum along with me about sharing this with people that using prior year win-loss record to forecast the team's record for this year, like assuming that they're going to win the exact same number of games last year compared to this year. And so forecasting strength of schedule for this season based on what the teams did last year is astronomically dumb. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of media outlets use that methodology. We, can't, we don't want to fall into that group led by you know, uh, a shepherd down the wrong path. So we're going in the correct way to look at things, which is let's look at the forecasted wins for 2019. This season, what are the books who are taking bets, willing to stake their own, you know, reputation of money on these things going to forecast these teams to do? And then let's examine strength of schedule based upon that. And when you do that, 
what you find is that the three teams with the easiest schedules for 2019 are the Patriots, the Jets, and the Eagles. <laughs> and the three teams with the hardest schedules are the Texans, the Broncos, and the Raiders. Now, let's talk about that. Uh, I'm sure you've got some comments, but the one thing that jumps out to me the most is, of course, a couple of really good teams with really easy schedules, in part helped by the fact they don't play themselves. You know, the Patriots don't have to play the Patriots twice, so naturally they're not going to be playing the most difficult team, but even so, they still have an extremely easy schedule. They typically are easy, uh, have easier schedules most of the season because they play the AFC East. That means they don't play themselves, and they play these other terrible teams six games but then the other side of it is the texans the texans at this time this uh last year gil we talked about this right the texans had the easiest schedule in the nfl based on win totals the number one easiest schedule that i was forecasting and that's one of the reasons why some people started to look at betting their win total over last season placing bets on the texans during the course of the year they were one of the most popular teams last season in part because of their super easy schedule and that was calculated based upon these forecasted win totals as the easiest in the league and it was another good reason why they were a great fade in the postseason because we knew how easy of the schedule that they played during the season they got the home field game and it was largely because they played an easy schedule. But look what happens 2019. They played the most difficult schedule of any team in the NFL for the upcoming year, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So naturally, it would be wise to expect a little bit more regression from this team as compared to what they did last year. Yeah, and there's the tweet from Warren. Uh, the Texans' forecast uh, in terms of the bottom five opponents last year, they the forecast before the season, they were going to play five. Uh, this year, it's zero. And then as it resulted in, in Aaron Schatz's Football Outsiders DVOA, they ended up playing just two top 10 teams uh, last year. We shall see what the case is this coming year with the Texans. Uh, Warren, hang out for a second if you would. Well, before we get to that, one more thing about this. Uh, the Patriots, interesting to me, again, easiest schedule. The rest of the league and everybody listening is like, great. The, you know, the Patriots, it's by virtue of their division, right, that this happens every year. And there's the Dolphins at the very bottom of the list this year in terms of their season win total. So it's, you know, the Patriots get that in their favor. This dipped down from what I heard from 11 to 10 and a half almost immediately. Like, for me, and I don't care how bearish one can be on the Patriots, oh, okay, Tom Brady, the age curve, I get it, uh, you know, but it's Tom Brady. He defies every bit of logic possible. If you're going to bet under on a 10-and-a-half, you are hoping the Patriots lose six football games in a 16-game schedule. Like, to me, that's a—listen, I'm not saying I'm rushing to bet the over, but I'm certainly not betting the under on that. Right. Well, the difficult part, as you mentioned, you know, the Patriots play in the AFC East. And the AFC East, especially when you look at what the Miami Dolphins are doing this year, you know, they're going to be worse than yeah. they were last year. And that's intentional. They are not trying to play to win games necessarily this season. And so um, that's a team that in the past had been trying hard. And now they're still going to be trying, but they just don't have the pieces. They're clearly looking to rebuild for the future. So you, t you look at that division, right? You look at that division, and, of course, uh, the Dolphins are projected right now to win the fewest games. And so the Bills and the Jets, should they be better than last year? Yes, they should. They had got Last year they had rookie quarterbacks in there. This year those guys are in their second season. So theoretically, both of those teams should be a little bit better. But 
you know, the Patriots are so good at home, right? And if you look at their non-divisional schedule, we know that they play the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. So we already know that you can go to Sharp Football Stats and you can look at the strength of schedule. You can view all the home road opponents and what, how strong they are. They play the Steelers at home, which is one of the best teams that they're going to face this season. They also get the Cleveland Browns at home. So those two teams, they get to play them at home, as well as the Dallas Cowboys. They also play the hardest team on their entire schedule at home, the Kansas City Chiefs. So those four teams, they get all of those at home. Who do they have to go on the road and face? Well, they go on the road. Obviously, those are the more difficult games you're looking for. Where's Tom Brady going to stumble? Where's this team going to have problems? Well, obviously, they have to play down at Miami. They tend to struggle. Sometimes when they go down to Miami, that's going to happen every single year they play in Miami. They get to go on the road and they play the, the Cincinnati Bengals. They also play the Washington Redskins, two of the bottom five teams, sorry for your skins, in the NFL in terms of the <laughs> forecast for this upcoming season. They have three difficult games on the road, but they're manageable because you look at the, I guess, the overall quarterback uh, quarterback talent that they're going to face. The hardest of the three is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles, who are really looking strong this upcoming season. Then they go to Baltimore and play the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, if you can get ahead, a lead on Lamar Jackson, it's going to be difficult for him to get throw the ball and get back in a game, right? So that could, that's an interesting type of game, the way that that's going to flow. And then you've got the Houston Texans, who we just talked about. They didn't play anybody last season. Going up against Tom Brady in this offense, we know they don't have Rob Gronkowski, but it's got a great coach and a great quarterback. So I understand, you know, it's difficult – any year that you're betting the over on the New England Patriots, like you tend to end up winning, uh, but it's not like you're going to slam dunk, be in the driver's seat like the whole way through. There's times when it's, it's close towards the end of the season. Um, but this schedule definitely is very valuable for them to have so many difficult games at home and games that they should have pretty good success with on the road. Warren, hang out for one second. I want to get to a few more of these, uh, just three more of these, one of which has to do with uh, teams whose schedule eases up the most from last year based on efficiency to this year, uh, forecast strength of schedule uh, based on win totals. Also want to talk about the New York Giants. For Giants fans out there, Warren Sharp at Sharp Football on Twitter, right here on a numbers game at Visa. Support for today's show, as always, comes from bookmaker.eu an industry leader for close to 30 years now. Pro players consider them a must because of the holy trinity. My words, not theirs. They're first to post odds, they take the highest limits, and they pride themselves on never having kicked out a winning player. That is the trifecta you are looking for, and it is rare, believe me. They're a high-volume sports book, best suited for the sophisticated player who understands sports betting, but they also cater to large recreational players as well. And their motto remains, as it always has been, where the lines originate, because chances are wherever you're playing right now, whatever that sports book is, they got their lines from Bookmaker. They're following Bookmaker's lines. And right now, if you visit bookmaker.eu slash gill, that's bookmaker.eu slash G-I-L-L, you can claim an exclusive 100% welcome bonus of up to $300. That's bookmaker.eu slash gill to join and claim your welcome bonus of up to $300 right now. They're a key cog in my betting arsenal. They are a key cog in anyone that I know who bets seriously in their arsenal as well. Bookmaker.eu slash Gil. Check it out. You will thank me later. Now, back to a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Broadcasting live from our VSIN studios in Las Vegas. It is a numbers game right here where sports betting analytics live right here on VEASAN. Actionable sports betting information. And uh, again, honored to have Warren Sharp on the show once again. Our special off-season Warren Sharp appearances. We'll do it again when the uh, 
the actual calendar, the schedule comes out where we know who's playing which team in which particular week, and then we can break it down through Warren's lens in terms of what teams start with hard schedules, what teams start with easy schedules, what teams play tough defenses or or uh, easy pass defenses. We'll parse it out unit by unit uh, at that point. Uh, so, Warren, I'm throwing that out there for a later uh, summertime appearance, if you would, because that would be fun to break down. Always. Yeah, Always. definitely. Good. I like that. Let's uh, let's conclude what we have here, though, from you. Uh, this one also from yesterday, again, CG Technology putting out our first season win totals of the football season here in Las Vegas. They did so on March 31st. Uh, let's, let's start with this one here, um, which has to do with comparing actual 2018 strength of schedule based on efficiency versus 2019 forecast strength of schedule based on win totals, the teams whose schedule eases up the most. Right. So this is another kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a geek about trying to analyze things that other people aren't looking at. Uh, number one, you can find a lot of edges that way. Um, and number two, uh, it's fun to talk about, fun to share this, these types of revelations. So one of the things that I definitely like to look at is how does the schedule look at this point heading into 2019 compared to what the teams faced last year. And we know what their actual strength of schedule was last year. So we're not using forecasted win totals here. We're looking at what did they actually play last year and then what are we forecasting for this upcoming year. And so the teams that whose schedule, the top five teams whose schedule eases up the most, number one is the Cleveland Browns, number two is the Cincinnati Bengals, Number three, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then you have the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles. So the Cleveland Browns, the Bengals, and the Steelers, those teams obviously are all in the AFC North. So their schedule in terms of a non-divisional schedule, the two divisions that you play, because you always play your own division, you play a division within your conference that's a total separate division, right? So in this case, instead of the AFC North, you're playing one of the other three divisions in your conference, and then you're playing a division in the other conference over the NFC. So all of these teams will play those same opponents. And so that schedule, that non-division schedule, eases up tremendously for the AFC North compared to last year. If you look at the five teams with the most difficult schedule increases, the teams that, whose schedule is going to be much more difficult compared to what it was last season, the Houston Texans are the first. They obviously have the number one overall schedule. Their schedule gets much more difficult compared to what it was last year based upon final end-of-season strength of schedule. The Chicago Bears, the Indianapolis Colts, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Green Bay Packers. So once again, you've got three teams from the NFC North whose opposing divisional schedule from other divisions is going to get substantially more difficult, which is why all three of those teams' schedule gets much more difficult for the upcoming season compared to last year. Yeah, so easiest Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Philly in terms of whose schedule eases up the most, and as Warren just said, uh, the teams whose schedule gets the hardest compared to last year, Houston. There they are, Chicago, Indianapolis, Minnesota, and Green Bay. So this has been an off-season for the ages, Warren, for the New York football giants. And by that, I mean a horrific off-season for the ages. Uh, but you might have some good news for them here. Well, yeah, the good, I mean, the good news, uh, respectively, yeah. is that they have the fourth easiest schedule and they do face seven bottom 10 opponents, which is the second most of any team in the league this upcoming year. 
The problem, the trouble for the New York Giants, of course, is the fact that while they have the fourth easiest schedule this year, last year they had the seventh easiest schedule, (laughs) and they won only five games. So they still had a very bad record uh, last season. They're still projected to win based on the pure win totals. The fourth fewest games this year is their win total set at six minus 110. Um, And you know, they also were with, are without Odell Beckham. Um, in addition, if you look at a team who's playing opponents that are typically better than them, um, you're going to see, well, maybe we're trailing in the second half. And when Eli last year was trailing in the second half, his success rate on passes was 31st out of 34 qualifying quarterbacks. The only three quarterbacks that were worse than him were all rookies, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, and Sam Darnold. The other thing that I will say that I haven't put up on Twitter yet, but I've been working on this morning, is a depiction looking at games that a team will face this upcoming season where they are better than their opponent based upon just the pure forecasted win total. They're forecasted to be a stronger team. Not looking at power rankings. Look at what the odds makers put out here. A stronger team. And then comparing that to last year based upon what the spreads were in actual games. What was the spread on these games and how many games were they lined as a better team than their opponent? Obviously, that means you could still be an underdog, but if you're a one-point underdog on the road, you're technically better than that other team because you're on the road, and so you're obviously the superior team at one-point underdog. So I'm factoring all that in, and what we find there is that the New York Giants last year was forecast to be better than their opponent in just two games. This year, better than their opponent in just two games. So The only good part is they play an easier schedule, but the bad part is they played an easy schedule last year and only face two teams that they're forecast to be better than. So there's that, basically, (laughs) New York Giants fans. That's not fun. Uh, As, uh, again, one of the more strange off-seasons, and strange is being kind, uh, one of the most perplexing off-seasons you will ever find. Uh, With the NFL draft now... uh, Later this month, we can finally say that. Later this month, the NFL draft coming. Uh, Last one here, Warren. I guess we've kind of covered this one in different ways. But the last one here is two teams that face just one top five opponent, two teams that face four top five opponents. Last one here. So the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots are both fortunate in that like you can, the way I look at these things is you look at each game individually and you can find the teams that play these top five or top 10 teams, the teams that are supposed to be the best in the NFL this season and teams that are supposed to be the worst. And that's one of the things with strength of schedule that's useful, as you probably know, Gil. It's not about evaluating, oh, this team is 11th versus 17th. And so, oh, my God, you know, this team's got a much easier schedule. No, it's looking at the extremes. Look at the extremes of the schedule. Which are the teams that have the five easiest schedules, which are the teams that have the five most difficult schedules, and which are the best five best or worst teams based upon these win totals. And those are the ones that we should feel pretty confident about. The Patriots and the Eagles both face just one top five team this year, but they get to play five games against bottom five opponents, the worst of the worst of the NFL. Those are five games that they should win. Um, Then you go to the two teams that face strong opponents, strong top five opponents. There's Two teams that play four of those top five opponents, and they play none of the worst teams, none of the bottom five opponents. Those two teams are the Texans and the Broncos. So Patriots and Eagles, justifiably an easy schedule, in large part made much easier by the fact play very few top teams, a lot of bottom teams. And the Texans and the Broncos, the two most difficult schedules in the NFL, play some of the most difficult opponents, very few easy opponents, very many very difficult opponents. And the interesting quirk here is that 
looking back at 2018, I went back and looked at those schedules. There was not a single team at this point in the season that had the same type of benefit where they play a lot of easy teams at the top and no hard teams or a lot of hard teams and no easy teams. There wasn't a team that fell into those categories last year. And here this season, we got two teams on the easy end and two teams on the hard end. All of this can be seen on Warren's Twitter at Sharp Football. Just an absolutely great follow. By the way, again, if you want to watch the, if you want to look at the Sean Taylor montage that I talked about yesterday on the, uh, uh, what would have been Sean Taylor's 36th birthday, you can check that out at Sharp Football as well. But all those stats that we talked about, not only at Sharp Football, they're also at sharpfootballstats.com. Warren, uh, we'll talk to you again this summer again when the schedule comes out, uh, week one, week two, week three, in that in that fashion. Uh, in the meantime, Crack and I miss you a lot on Thursdays. Are you going to have a pro football guide this year? Like, do you have time to do a preview guide anymore? I, I, I am. That's the current plan. I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, really excited. I actually left my engineering job uh, officially. So wow. I'm going to be able to pursue some of these other things, uh, free up a little bit more time. So the guide is on. Uh, I'm working on it as we speak. And that's tends to come out right at the very end of June. Right at the very end of June. We look forward to it. Warren Sharp's Pro Football Preview Guide. Warren, thank you, man. Appreciate it, and uh, congratulations on all. Thanks, Gil. Warren Sharp, best in the biz. Uh, Football analytics, his future, Jeff, to uh, say the least, as bright as could be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 